Hello, wherever you are, and welcome to episode 14 of the Regen Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Dino, and I'm here with the brains of the operation, Nath. How are we doing? I'm doing very well, Dean. Good, good. I'm pretty excited for this week. Obviously, Formula E is back. Yes, it seems like so long ago, we've waited for so long, and so many things, so many new things. It feels like a whole different series almost, but um, it's nice that Formula E Season 5 kicking off this weekend. It's, it's exciting. You know how I could tell? Yeah. We had quite a few downloads in our host Transistors website, and I thought, we haven't released an episode in a month, so things really must be heating up, and why is that? Because <laughs> right. it's in the weekend. Nice. Well... Welcome then, if, you, uh, if you're just downloading this for the, uh, the first or second time, um, welcome along. Yep, we're very happy, to, very happy to share our love of Formula E with anyone who will listen to us. So, let's get the show started. What is your media of the week? My media of the week is an oldie, but it's a goodie. Um, I, have, uh, I've, yeah, I haven't been watching, watching too much or listening to too much, but I have been filling up some spare time watching reruns of uh the office the the u.s uh, version the though office. not the uk version so who is who is the main guy in the u.s version uh it's it's it revolves around the jim and dwight relationship so that is um rain wilson and and um and what's his name john krasansky krasansky oh cool okay yeah yeah they seem like yeah. they'd be a pretty good duo Oh, have you have you not watched it? <laughs> Sadly not, no, no. Oh no, I um, I I know the UK one like everyone does. Man. Um but sadly, sadly not something I have, have ventured mate. into. The the US one is hands down better than the UK one. Oh, okay. It's less cringy and more hilarious. First season takes a little to get through, but then they really start finding their stride in the second and third season. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Uh, what have you been meteoring up lately, Dean? Another game. After playing Hyperboost last last episode, I thought, well, let's see what's on uh, on sale on Black Friday. So I picked up Motorsport Manager Three. Ooh! So is it? It's a it's a manager type game. Yes. Yep. If you've played Football Manager or any of those other other sort of sim games, you pick your drivers, and there's different stats that they have such as focus and, you know, cornering and all that sort of thing. And really it's just about getting through the leagues and, and making it all the way to the top. Uh, obviously there's different things you can, you can get for your guys and different parts of the car you can upgrade and your sort of home base as well. So, yeah, it's, it's very much in that sort of, yeah, yeah. it's in that sort of thing. A couple, a couple of very important questions. Does it have real drivers in there? No. Okay. Sadly not. Okay. Yeah. Does it have does it have any electric car racing in there though? No. Oh. <laughs> it has it has LMP one cars, so they've got hybrid sort of engines, but that's about it. Now it's got single seaters, um, it's got like touring cars, and it's got the LMP one cars, the hybrids. So. Oh, cool. I suppose you've got to leave different. something for Motorsport Manager Four. Yeah, I guess so. Formula E, Motorsport Manager Four. Get onto it. Yeah. So, moving into the news. Lots of news. Lots of news. This, this time, I suppose it's, it's been a few weeks, so lots of things to catch up on. There has been. So, Dragon announces a new partner, GOX, which is an Italian shoe manufacturer. So, 
uh, they still haven't released their livery for the season. Mm. It should be any day now. They, they're running out of days until the season opener. Yeah, I I can understand them waiting until having the uh, the you know, new partner, um, the new sponsor involved to get that livery out there. Maybe there's something else they haven't um, released yet either. Yeah, true. Yep. Um, mm. No idea this company, no idea what their colours are for their logo, but yeah, they, they're going to release it. They could be releasing it right now as we're talking. So, Well, hopefully there's time for the paint to dry on the car before they turn up and re-add. Yeah, there must be some pretty late nights going on right now. Yep, so there's that. Um, Felix Rosenquist. Now, we thought we wouldn't see him again, but he's making his return to Mahindra Racing for a one-off appearance in place of Pascal Verlein. So he is going to be at Riyadh for the first race instead of Pascal. Uh, and that is because, I believe, I read somewhere that Pascal Verlein has um, something in his contract that he hasn't released until the end of this year. And of course... The opening Ooh. race is before the end of the year. So, oh, that's so that's pretty unfortunate that we won't see him. Yeah. I'm not really too bothered. I think I think it's it's fine. Pascal Verlein, good driver. He'll he'll pick it up easily enough. Yeah. I I feel for, for Pascal himself though, you know, and you a new series involved in you know, it just feels like he's turning up a bit late to the party. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, that's what I read somewhere in the mm. in the internet sphere. So, unfortunate. And also, starting up uh, in a couple of weeks, not only Season 5 of Formula E, but new series as well. The Jaguar I-Pace e-trophy, and the grid has been released, Nath. Do any names sort of pop out to you, Nath? Um, well, obviously, there's, there's one name right down the bottom of the grid, uh, or bottom of the list, number 99, Simon Evans from Simon um, Evans. Oh. Team Asia New Zealand. Yes. Younger, he sounds pretty familiar. Yes, younger brother of Mitch Evans. Yep, that's the one. Um, so, yeah, straight away, it's always nice when you see new series, having someone, um, a familiar name or a familiar face to cheer on. So um, we'll, be, we'll be supporting him pretty hard. Um, apart from that... Not a whole lot of other names that stand out to me. Okay, well, how about you run through the grid? There's some some interesting ones there. Yeah, I'm probably going to butcher some of these, so apologies in advance. Um, Kaka Bueno uh, from Jaguar Brazil Racing. Alice Powell, um, Jaguar VIP car, Great Britain. Catherine Legg, uh, Rahal Letterman Langen Racing. Brian Sellers, Rahal Letterman Langham Racing. Celia Martin, um, Weissman Jaguar E-Trophy Team Germany. Tao Wang from Team China. And Yaki Zhang from Team China. Sergio Jimenez from Jaguar Brazil. Jimenez, sorry. Banda Elisai. Ellis, uh, Banda Alicia, no, I'll, I'll try this again, third time. Banda Alasayi from Saudi Racing. Um, and Ahmed bin Kanan from Saudi Racing. And then Simon Evans from Team Asia New Zealand. Hashtag not bias. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so a good, uh, a, quite, a, quite a diverse group. Um, we've, got, we've got some ladies in there, which is awesome to see. Um, and just... Lots of people from lots of interesting different places. And the VIP car. Do you know yeah. about the VIP car? Do you remember our talks I'd, about that a wee while ago? 
I don't remember that. So fill me in again, Dean. Okay. So the VIP car is a seat that is uh, specific for a celebrity or someone from the racing world uh, to compete. And I think it is only for the specific round. Oh, so it changes every round. I think so, which would be interesting to see who they get in. So, yeah, Alice Powell was, I think, the first female to get points in GP3 history. Right. Yeah. So, interesting fact there for you. Yeah. And she's still quite young, only um, only 25. All right. Yeah. And also Catherine Legg, who raced in, I think, the first Formula E race in season one. So she's mm. back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Winner and podium, Nath. Who you got? Considering it's... we don't know any of these guys, really. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we know nothing, look, Simon Evans all the way. Um, we're just going just gonna to go hard from the start, um, start claiming it. Um, yep. I'm really, I'm excited to see. I'm actually starting to get excited for the, for the IPAC trophy. You know, it's, it's been, it's something that, that's been hard, I've found hard to get excited about, you know, the thought of SUVs kind of in a pre-warm-up race, but actually seeing some of these names out there now and, um, yeah, it's, it's become more real and interested to see how it's going to, how it's going to pan out. I think it's uh it's something that'll grow on you, obviously. Um if if you have a driver from a specific country that you are from, there is more chance that you'll actually check it out. Um Yeah. And and yeah. There's some Saudi guys there, um Brazil, China, the US, Germany. So yeah, there's a good good range. Hmm. What's um what's your prediction for winner and podium Dean? Oh, you gotta go Simon Evans, don't you really? Um, and I don't know. I reckon the Brazilian guys, Sergio Jimenez mm. and Kaká Bueno, yeah. yeah, we'll go with them. I I think I think Catherine Leg. My money's on her to um to to finish strongly. Um, you know, she's got a bit of her previous experience in the Formula E and an electric car um ecosphere. So so I think she's going to have a bit of a head start. Yeah, yeah, she probably does. Okay. This one's close to home, Nath. New Zealand. There's a new bid coming in for Auckland downtown as a race yes. for Formula E 2019 or 2020. So this is very exciting for us because well, so far all of these Formula E races from the previous four seasons have all been very far away. Um, so, yeah, new bid um, by a consortium um, here in New Zealand led by uh, Vector Energy. Um, and uh, from AUT and a few other organisations as well. Looking to um, get a race here in Auckland um, as part of Formula E Season 6. Um, so there's there's a lot of things to fall into place with local and um, central government, but it's, it's very exciting. Yeah, I think New Zealand's seen as a, a country that really really looks after its environment and, and wanting to push the envelope uh, on, on being uh, 100% renewable. And uh, I think that's by 2035 and carbon neutral by 2050. So they, they think that you know, this could raise awareness having a race in Auckland. And obviously it's only good for the country to have these sort of 
uh, international spectacles come come to New Zealand. So it seems like Formula E as an organisation is keen to have a race either in New Zealand or Australia. Um, so um, it's it's certainly sounding sounding very positive so far. So we will wait with fingers crossed and bated breath. Um, the former Formula One driver Mark Webber has thrown his support behind the bid as well. He's a Porsche ambassador. We'll get to we'll get to a bit of news with Brendan Hartley later, but um, he uh, he said that someone needs to lead the charge here, and I'm pleased that Auckland appears to be jumping at the chance. So mm. hopefully they can make it happen. Uh, yeah. If that's the case, I'm sure we both would jump at the chance to to get up there. It's only a mm. only an hour and a bit flight to um head up to Auckland. So well, it's going to be a little bit more for you next year, but uh, I'm sure that won't stop you. No, no, not at all. Um, and talking of other other races in, in new locations, um, Formula E is keen to host a race in Seoul, uh, Korea, during its nineteen or 2019-2020 championship. So yeah, the, the Seoul uh, race is slated to take place around 2020. Um, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of uh, Korean battery manufacturers. Um, who's your favourite Korean? Manufacturer of tech, Nate. I thought you were going to ask me who's my favourite Korean battery manufacturer, <laughs> and that's a that's a pretty obscure <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah, it is. So right. uh, we'll just go tech company. Yeah, look. Um, to be honest, probably Hyundai. Oh, wow! I didn't mm. expect that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was I was thinking LG, life's good, or uh, Samsung, obviously. Oh yeah. Well, I. Yeah, I, I don't, don't own any LG or Samsung or Hyundai for that, for that matter. So that's a yeah, um, yeah. Yep, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut that out. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, no, let's let's put it this way. Yeah, look, maybe it's something we haven't seen a lot of Hyundai um, electric vehicles or, or much come out of them in that way. So. Maybe this will be a good stepping stone for them. I saw, in fact, two Hyundai Konas today, fully electric. Really? I did, yes. They look awesome, um, and I, I would love one. Uh, yeah, I think, I think they're a company that pushing things forward in the electric space, and they have a, um, a, lot, of, a lot of their range is actually going to be going electric, I think. So, yeah, yeah, they're... They're one of the ones that, that really I could see in Formula E in the future. Yeah, it it goes against a lot of things, but I would love to see a matchup between the Kona and the um, Jaguar um, I-Pace. Yeah, They're both in that uh, five-door crossover kind of SUV yeah. electric car. So yeah, oh well, um, we just need a SUV version of the EPCS if that's ever going to take off. Yeah, very good. Okay. Fan boost. It is now five drivers getting the fan boost. I know you really don't don't fancy this, Nath, but I am super excited that five drivers will now be getting fan boost. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been a fan of fan boost in the past. Never voted on fan boost out of principle. But I see this as a positive step. Yeah. I have already placed like five votes for Mitch Evans <laughs> and one for Tom Dillman. Come on, Tom. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, no, I think I think this is good. Um, 
you know, previously in the past, we've seen the same uh, three or four drivers taking up fan boost every every race, um, especially towards the end of the season. It got quite tiring. Um, so hopefully this will freshen things up. Guess who was at the top? I I wouldn't have a clue. Before you check, who was at the top? Just give me give me a guess. Who who do you think really, um, really has such um, a a big following that they could potentially knock others off the top? I'm I'm going so far. Um, either either Jean Eric Verne, incorrect, or or Sam Bird. The two new guys, Stoffel Van Dorn really? and Felipe Massa. Really? Yeah, I looked this morning. Oh, that's quite exciting. I, I looked this morning, and Stoffel Van Dorn had over fifty percent of the vote. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> and then I think at that point in time, no one else had over ten percent. Uh, but now I think it's like forty-three, um, and I think Felipe Massa's got about seventeen. Last time I checked, so they are way out in front. It's it's going to be interesting to see if someone can peg them back. Yeah. So yes, it will be. It'll be different this time. I think it's not a given that someone like Sebastian Buemi or Jean Eric Verne, even even the likes of Lucas Degrassi get fan boost. Yeah. So currently looking at this, this is at seven fifty five on the uh on New Zealand time on the twelfth of December. Just to really date this. Uh Stoffel Van Dorn is on forty two percent, Felipe Massa sixteen percent, and then we've got uh Antonio, Felix de Costa, Daniel and Lucas Degrassi all five to eight percent down the bottom. So Stoffel Van Dorn He's he's coming in hot. It's incredible. I wouldn't have predicted that, but there you go. Stoff yeah. Van Dorn. Okay, so uh, the fan boost. Five drivers will get an extra 25 kilowatts of additional power. Uh, and this is also in addition to the new attack mode that is going to be uh, introduced to Formula E. And... The fan boost will only be made available from 22 minutes onwards in each race. So it's a one one push, 25 kilowatts of extra power. I mean, this would be, this would be interesting to see if we had attack mode and fan boost going at the same time to see how much speed mm. they would get down straights. I'm wondering if they yeah. can do that. I'm sure, I'm sure that's probably going to be done at some point. It's, um... It's going to be interesting to see how the new drivers, or well, new drivers and old drivers, um, are going to make the most of this, of these new rules, these new different periods within the race. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see. You know, there's a, there's a lot of new changes coming in. So, yeah, and it's open now. Fan boost is open. So get the get the votes in. How often can you vote, Dean? You can vote once every twenty four hours. Excellent. Yep. So do it. Do it now. Mm. Do it tomorrow. Up into the race. Right. The second seat at Nissan Dams has been filled, Nath. Excellent. Oliver Rowland has taken the second seat. So he was going to be, I think, reserve driver. Um, but he has been put into the team. Uh, and I, yeah, I think he was Charles Leclerc's main rival for uh, Formula 2 in 2017. So he is replacing Alexander Albin who is mm. uh, now at Toro Rosso in Formula One, who unfortunately is replacing our, our beloved 
Brendan Hartley. He's done a couple of races in Formula E. So in 2015, he drove in Punta del Este uh, with Mahindra in place of Nick Heidfeld uh, and finished 13th. So he's done All at right. least one That's race. So he knows at least a little bit of what he's doing. Yeah. And, and a very high caliber coming across from Formula 2. Um, obviously, uh, probably been waiting for a Formula 1 uh, seat to open up. So it's great to see him come across to Formula E. Yeah. And good to see a driver that really was giving Charles Leclerc a bit of a run for his money as well. So that yeah. always helps with such a high pedigree. So 2015, he has a uh, a first place in Formula Renault 3.5 uh, and a eventual third in Formula 2 in the last couple of years. Um, done a few bits and pieces with Le Mans 24 Hours um, and World Endurance. So yeah, I think a good range of experience there with hybrid systems as well. Right. I'll be interested to see how he gets on. Yeah. Interesting to see how the dynamic plays out between, um, between him and, and Sebastian Boemi. It's kind of a hard teammate to have Sebastian Boemi though. I mean, would, would you, would you pick him as a, as a rookie to be your teammate? I don't think so. You know, I think, um, Hopefully, hopefully they get on well and it's, it's a good relationship. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Brendan Hartley um, was dropped from Toro Rosso from the Formula One this season after scoring only four points, but he has been announced as a Porsche factory driver once again. So, will he be in Formula E for their entry in Season 6? Nath? Oh, look. Fingers crossed. He he seems to be right in the right position at the moment. Hopefully he doesn't. Well, you know, we hope for 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 our sake in Formula E that he doesn't get too tied down into anything else over the next year. But he's had great success um, in the Le Mans um, with with Porsche as well. So he's got some of that electric and hybrid experience. And so yeah, hopefully can only hope. Yeah. So Porsche Motorsport chief uh, Fritz Enzinger confirmed that its first Formula E driver was already decided and would be announced shortly. Now, I'm not sure what shortly is, but uh, he said ahead of the start of testing this spring. We should find out fairly shortly. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine what it would do if their lineup, Porsche coming in, was like, oh, you know, Fernando Alonso doesn't have a drive. Let's just just sign him as well as Brendan Hartley. (laughs) The shockwaves that that would send is is just incredible. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that they just do it. Oh, it would be so. It would be so great. Um, and those drivers that have been competing in Formula One at that really um high level that it is coming across to Formula E, it's it's so great to see. Yeah, the only thing with Fernando Alonso is he'd have to finish his uh World Endurance Championship uh with Toyota before Porsche could uh go and steal him. Mm. Let's hope it happens. Yeah. Now, we had a couple of replies from our fans, our friends of the show, just a couple, um, for our best to boring for the teams. That was the best livery, the most boring livery, although we haven't seen Dragon. Um, best team lineup, the most boring team lineup, best new driver reveal, and also the most boring new driver. So do you mind reading these out, Nath? Yes. So thank you to all who responded. Um... So Harley Grove from Formula E Armchair Experts Facebook page. The best livery, Neo. The most boring livery, Venturi. Best lineup, Audi. I agree with him there. 
Um, most boring lineup. Don't think it's boring, but stale, perhaps BMW. That's the worst. Um, the best new driver, Werline, Pascal Werline. And the most boring new driver, Gary Paffett. Just feels he's a bit too old to start Formula E. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Harley, thanks yes. for that. Um, I don't agree with um, Venturi being the most boring, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, Neo, right on, right on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and along those comments, uh, Formula One reviews uh, from Dan on YouTube, he also agrees Venturi with the most boring livery. Yeah, I don't know where this is going, but yeah, Venturi, um, great livery. <laughs> uh, BMW for the best livery. Yep, uh, the best team lineup, Audi, again. Most boring team lineup, Neo. He's way off. He's way off. He said it's pretty hard to decide. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And agreeing with Harley, he's said the best new driver, Pascal Wehrlein. Um, but the boring new driver, Alexander Sims. Yeah. Yeah, I think Alexander Sims, he just. I don't know. It's not like such a big signing like Stoffel Van Dorn or, or Felipe Massa. He's just. You know, just just there. Seems like a quiet dude, so hopefully he can prove us wrong, I guess. Mm. So, the final lineup. Audi, Lucas Degrassi and Daniel Apt. DS Tachita, Jean-Eric Verne and Andre Loterer. Virgin Racing, Sam Bird and Robin Frains. Mahindra Racing, Jerome D'Ambrosio and Pascal Verline. Uh, and Felix Rosenquist for the first race. Nissan Edams, Sebastian Buemi, and Oliver Rowland. Jaguar, our man, Mitch Evans, and of course, Nelson Piquet Jr. Venturi, Felipe Massa, and Eduardo Mortara. Neo, Oliver Turvey, and Tom Dillman. Dragon, Jose Maria Lopez, and Maximilian Gunther. What a great name. BMW Andretti, Antonio Felix da Costa, and Alexander Sims. And last but not least, HWA Race Lab with Gary Paffett and Stoffel Van Dorn. Now, Nath, we're doing first to last. Yes. Who is winning the driver's title this year? Will we see a fifth different champion for season five? Or will Jeff go back to back? Why don't you kick this off, Dean? Because I agree with you in a lot of these. Okay. Um, uh, I think okay. it's easier if I just say what I disagree with rather than... Uh, Okay, here we go. Number one, I've got Audi Sport. I think they will win the championship back-to-back. DS to Cheetah in a second. Uh, Panasonic Jaguar in third. I think Mitch Evans and Nelson Piquet are going to be on fire this season. Going to end up third. Envision Virgin Racing. I think they're going to be fourth. Mahindra fifth. Nissan Edams sixth. BMW Andretti seven. Neo will drop to 8th, Venturi will drop to 9th, HWA Race Lab will be 10th uh, as a new entry, and Dragon, I'm sorry Maximilian Gunther and Jose Maria Lopez, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but they will be 11th. So I agree with you, 1st and 2nd, Audi Sport with DS to Cheetah. Um, however, as much as it pains me to say, I think Sam Bird and Envision Virgin will take it out over. Um, our man Mitch Evans in Panasonic Jaguar. Now below that, I found that very hard to uh, to to rank the rest of those. Um, you know, there's new teams in there. There's lots of driver changes. So um, I think it's anyone's game in that in that bottom fifth to eleventh place. Yeah, the only one I could see 
is swapping Mahindra with Nissan Edams just because of Sebastian Boemi. Mm. Potentially. Potentially. But yeah, I think yeah. it's a pretty solid list. Uh, let us know if you disagree with my list uh, and Nathan's list. If you think uh, Jaguar is is going to get uh, in the top three or not. Um, and if you disagree that Dragon is going to be down the bottom. So I really hate doing that, really. Uh, I really hate it. Um, yeah. Hello at regionracingpodcast.com, Twitter and Facebook. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us um, on episode 14. Um, can't wait till this weekend. It's going to be a big one. Um, and can't wait till the next podcast. Lots more to talk about. We're back into it again for season five of Formula E. Back into the back into the podcast. It's going to be. We're going to try and do it a lot more and have it not too long after the races. So we'll see you next week. Catch you later.